Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Welcome to Spiritual Insights, everyone. I'm Charlotte Spicer. Thank you so much for tuning in from the United States and around the world. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for being here, and I invite you to explore all that we offer the Spiritual Insights community. In addition to producing these segments to help you deepen your spiritual journey, I am an energetic healer and channel for Jesus. I am joined today by my special guest co-host, Amy Verhagen of Blazing Heart Tarot. Amy has been working with the Tower since 2003 and with Mother Mary since 2009. Mother encouraged Amy to offer the Tarot in service to others, stating that she would be working through Amy in her interpretations. Before each reading, Amy opens herself to the guidance of Mother Mary, but also Yeshua, to bring forth whatever is needed to facilitate transformation for the client. Through gentle and transformative tarot sessions, Amy lovingly guides you back to clarity and confidence so that your light can shine brightly and bless the world. To book either a live or an email reading with Amy, you can contact her at hello at blazinghearttarot.com. To connect and interact, join her Facebook page, Blazing Heart Tarot, and if you would like the page and sign up for her newsletter, uh, you'll receive a free monthly group guidance reading which is performed on the new moon. Visit SpiritualInsightsRadio.com to join the Spiritual Insights community, review the archives of channel transmissions from members of the Divine, and learn more about my energetic healing work, which includes Yeshua, Mother Mary, and a host of other Supreme Beings, Ascended Masters, and Archangels. And ladies and gentlemen, if you own a Rider Waite Tarot deck, please feel free to take it out and join us as we progress through the reading. And I'm excited to get started. Welcome back, Amy. Oh, thank you so much, Charlotte. Oh, such a pleasure to be here. I have to say, um, I am especially enjoying these segments. I am getting excellent feedback from the listeners. Oh, that's beautiful. They are really getting uh, where we're going with this. And I, I think we've found a really good rhythm. Mm. So I encourage everyone, get a reading with Amy. It really is like no other. And the yeah. reason... The reason I am so excited is because I've been noticing something and it became quite evident uh, last month after our segment. So we were talking about simplicity in our last segment. And then I believe it was the next day, Danielle Gibbons and Mother Mary came on. And what I noticed was the energy was so connected between the two segments. Having just published your segment, your words were fresh in my mind. Then mother comes through and whatever she was saying was so closely related without overlapping too much. 
And I just thought, how beautiful is this? How mm. beautiful. So you can really sense that mother's coming through you in these readings. And I can feel Yeshua's energy too. But I can really see how the energy is, is coming through you and then it's kind of punctuated when mother comes on to speak on what seems like a different topic. But mm -hmm. this last time, no, they were so closely related. I was amazed. So well done. Well done. Oh, that's so beautiful to hear, Charlotte. Do you feel that way when you when you give a reading? How are, how are you feeling as we as we go through? Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, there's a, a combination of being very present and also stepping back and allowing something to come through. So it's quite an interesting kind of state to be in. It's highly alert and paying a lot of attention to what's coming through to the person I'm working with if it's a one-on-one -on -one session. But at the same time, there is a level at which I've really let go. And as I think I've mentioned earlier, I don't really feel any ownership of what comes through. Mm -hmm. It's it's quite hard to explain, actually. Of course, I feel, um, I guess there are things that I take care of in a very conscious way. I take care of the person that I'm working with. I, I, I feel them. I hold them. I hear them. I feel them. So that's like I'm holding this container for us and for them and for mm. whatever is coming through. But what comes through is it's different. It's different. It's something that I allow to come through rather than rather than producing it, I allow it. I guess that's how I would describe it. And so yes, mother mother and Yeshua, they are the ones, particularly mother, because I've worked yes. with her for a long time and I know what her energy feels like and I can feel it in my body. And sometimes I, I hear the way that I've said something and I think, wow, that really sounds like the way mother says it when she speaks through Danielle or sometimes even the hand gestures that I do. I'm looking at my hands going, wow, I don't normally move my hands this way, but I've noticed that mother does it. So there is this kind of synchrony, this kind of coming together. It's, it's very, very beautiful. Yes. And I notice myself, um, it's difficult for me now to not imitate them. It's becoming mm -hmm. more difficult because mm -hmm. normally I can just, you know, hear her Mediterranean accent, mm -hmm. you know, telepathically when I'm channeling her for a client. But now it's, it's like I kind of imitate the, the body language when she leans mm -hmm. forward, when she says, hello, beloved ones. And, mm -hmm. and so that's that's happening. So I understand what mm -hmm. you mean. Yeah, you start to blend. Your energies are blending. And that's what yes. channeling is about. Yeah. So. I think it's uh, a beautiful process mm, it and is. you just, it, it... you just do so well with it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So we have a topic for today. We certainly do. Yes. Would you like me would... to introduce it? Yes. Would you like a drum roll? <laughs> I think one is in order. Yes. <laughs> okay. Let me see. <laughs> Get. All right. Our topic this month is momentum. 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 Yes. Um, um, um. 
Okay, what, what yeah. we're enjoying is the progression of these segments. We started out with surrender, then we talked about co-creation, then we talked about vulnerability, simplicity in the last segment, and now momentum. So it's an interesting story building that's yeah, taking place. It is. It is. It's like this little step-by-step. Uh, -step. We surrender. We agree to co-create. We start co-creating. We think, oh, my God, I feel really vulnerable. What's happening? Mm -hmm. And then we get willing for it to be simple. And then we're available. Then we're like, okay, I've been through these stages. I'm ready to kind of uh, get stuck in now. So we come to momentum. When we've opened ourselves, we've become willing, we have uh, agreed to participate. So now the question is, what are we actually going to do? What, what action is that agreement going to lead to? What, what are we agreeing to actually create or, or do in the world. And that's, that's, uh, that's where this reading is coming in to that stage. And the way that the, the layout of the cards has come through has been through the metaphor of the wave. So the, the sense I had as I tapped into it was of this energy kind of arising in the way that a wave arises out of the ocean, a wave coming to the shore. It's part of the ocean. And then it kind of emerges from the ocean and it becomes this kind of separate or identifiable entity mm -hmm. for a brief time. And then it crashes into the earth. It becomes one with well, with the, earth, with the earth and also with the rest of the ocean, it, it dissipates, it disappears. It's no longer a mm -hmm. defined entity and it's, it's now back to, well, it's back to formlessness and then another wave comes. So that was a really interesting metaphor because when I personally thought about momentum, I thought about, okay, well, I'm moving now and I'm going to continue moving. Whereas mm -hmm. actually this metaphor of the wave is very different. The, the wave is one thing and then it crashes and then there's another wave it's not a continuous it's not a line it's a it's a cycle mm. and so that is how the cards have come out in this cycle of emergence and then being and then kind of dissolution and then the rest and then the new cycle begins beautiful I can feel the cycle energy and it feels to me like a cycle of energy, potential formation mm. coming into being yeah, and then becoming one with what already is where, where the wave becomes one with the land mm. and then very slowly pulls back into itself and builds that potential again and mm. delivers another wave and it's, it's like the ebbs and flows in a cycle there's a pause yeah but it never stops mm. there's the forward movement mm. and then there's the, the the ebbing backwards to kind of regenerate itself yeah right and then there's moon energy which pulls mm. the tide so we've got moon energy which is feminine 
We've got the ocean, which is feminine energy. Mm-hmm. We've got the land, which is masculine. And you need both to mm-hmm. manifest. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting that in symbology, the shoreline represents time as well. Mm-hmm. And you have all of the elements. You have land, sea, air, and you have creatures from all three existing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and coexisting. So that's an interesting uh, viewpoint too. But yes, the, the metaphor of the wave mm. continuing to come and understanding that that is, that is the cycle of life. It's never just go, go, go. Just to see, I pulled up Merriam-Webster and the definition for momentum is the strength or force that something has when it is moving forward. And for us, we're always moving forward. We're always meeting the future in every moment. We're in the present and then stepping into the future in every moment. But when you think of momentum, you think of get moving and keep going. Like there's a yeah. constant push yeah. to achieve or manifest or do. And it can't be that way because mm. everything is so cyclical in life. Yes. And in previous readings that we've done on these topics that idea that it's not everything at once has also come through this idea of one step at a time or one piece of instruction at a time one impulse at a time we open ourselves not to a 10-year plan but to the next step and so this it feels like a kind of extended version of that. So the wave is, I don't know if we can, from our kind of human perspective, if we can define the beginning and the end of a piece of momentum or a piece of action, I think that's probably hard for us to do, but we can maybe trust that when we're given an impulse and when we agree to act on it, that it has its own life cycle i suppose it's not that we are now going to do this thing for the rest of our lives or we're going to behave in this way for the rest of our lives but that behavior or action or project or relationship or whatever it happens to be has its own inherent life cycle and that doesn't necessarily mean i'm thinking particularly because i mentioned relationships that doesn't necessarily mean that when that life cycle is over the relationship is going to be over but it may mm-hmm. shift. In fact, it will 100% certainly shift at some point. Everything changes. It doesn't necessarily end, but it, it transforms to something different. So I mm-hmm. think that's one way to think about this idea of the cycle of momentum, that there's the, the kind of the being that we're bringing into the world, whether that is an idea, a project, a business, um, a hobby, Mm-hmm. Or just, a, I don't know, a one-off trip to the park or to the shop or just mm-hmm. whatever it is that we feel invited to do and that we agree to step up and do. That, um, I guess, it is a co-creation. We, our soul, wishes to do or participate in this thing and this thing wishes to exist. It wishes to be created. And so we work with that energy, with that wave, we facilitate it, we do the actions that are required to give it life, and then we let it go. We let it go into the earth, 
and we we uh, step back mm -hmm. we go back into the ocean we go back into I am available again or I am kind of in some way formless again and ready for the next instruction hmm. ready for the next recharged dance. yes yeah, yeah like I've uh, I've completed my my contract I've completed my agreement now for this this whatever it was I've uh, played my part my part is finished now I'm hunting it over so yeah I'm uh, <laughs> I want to say unemployed again it's, it's the wrong it's kind of the wrong I know uh, I know what you mean but I think yeah I think what, what we're tapping into is you know something new can be initiated change can occur exactly it, yeah yeah but the momentum's always there we just have to kind we have to allow for those pauses yeah yeah move forward pause recharge move forward yeah. pause yeah like the fields the field in in traditional farming the field is left fallow i think it's every fourth year and we have these four cards here and the fourth one is the rest phase that the return like allowing i guess nature to take its course or to reset itself or to just do its own thing without our interference there's the the active phases and then there's the rest phase, the trees in, in certainly in, in my climate where I live, they give up their leaves every year. They have, they have their season where they say, well, we don't see them doing anything. They are in fact doing a great deal, I believe, under the soil. A lot I totally is happening within that. the tree, but it's not anything that we can see. Things are happening underneath the surface that we don't need to tend to. So, yeah, I guess this is our fourth, our fourth phase of the cycle. When the wave okay. has broken, it's gone into the earth, and then there's just the, the moment of pause where all sorts of things are happening, but we don't have to think about them. We just, you know, we just sit back and go with the flow. Yeah, yeah. Just exactly. go with the flow to the best of mm. your ability. So, what cards do we have? Let's tell everybody, and they can pull theirs. All right. So we have four cards, and they are in, I guess, kind of a diamond, diamond shape. On the left-hand side, we have got the Seven of Pentacles reversed. Then um, on the top, we've got the Devil reversed. On the right-hand side, the Moon. And then on the bottom, the Eight of Wands. Perfect. So we have a four-card spread and a diamond formation going clockwise. Okay. Correct. Correct. So it's more of a cross than a diamond really actually so yes and um, the way that i've uh, conceptualized the or uh, the kind of positions that i'm assigning are on the the, the left hand side the first card that it's kind of the way that the momentum arises and then in the top, we have the the active part. So we are now in the in the groove. We're we're doing whatever it is that we're doing, and then we go to the right hand side, and it is the kind of the handover, the handover phase or the completion phase, where we um, our part is finished, and, and now we're setting it free in a way. And then on the bottom is the the return the rest phase 
the returning to ourselves. We've separated now from this energy that we've been working with in this little cycle that we've been through and we're returning now to openness. I like that, okay. And making room within us for the next wave of energy that wants to be yes. brought through us. Yes. Wants exactly. to be manifested. I love it. Yeah. Yep. All right. Let's let's jump in. Okay. So where is this impulse coming from? So the Seven of Pentacles is usually a card about kind of co-creation, really, because we see this figure here who we assume is the farmer who has grown this beautiful bush of these lovely pentacle fruits and it's all very fertile and abundant and beautiful and he has taken certain actions he's maybe plowed the soil or weeded it or, or whatever various things he's done and the the earth and the plants have kind of done the rest so there's this balance of effort and allowing but here the card is reversed. So the sense I have is of, it's a really, a really strange card for this, but the feeling I have is that it isn't anything that we have to do. It's, it's kind of, it's, how can I describe this? It's just something that comes. We don't have to do any work. We don't have to figure it out. We don't have to put a date in our diary to be available for it to begin. Like it will come for us. Mm -hmm. We will go about our business. And when this momentum chooses its moment, it will come and get us. That's the feeling I get. Like a force coming from the higher self. Yeah, yeah, or a current, a current that we current, yeah, step mm -hmm. into, or or it it steps around us maybe. Like it's not something that we do consciously and intentionally. Mm -hmm. The card in its upright position is about a very conscious step by step process. And with the reversal of the card, it feels like there isn't. It's not. Um, it's not a process there isn't a progression there isn't it's not that we have to go through certain steps to make this happen we just we just go about our lives and when the time comes the time will have come so it's like saying at the beginning of a cycle it's that energy the pre-energy of something coming into being so this is where it we just have to allow yeah. there's nothing to do yet we're not in the active phase yet yeah yeah and i have this really strong feeling of like you'll just get tapped on the shoulder like don't worry about it if you don't feel i don't want to say pulled or pushed let's say inspired or invited or whatever if you don't if you're not feeling nothing it's because it isn't there it isn't really something that you can miss okay it's like if it if this thing wants to I guess this is where we get into the question of what our soul chooses and what our mind chooses. It feels like this, this is our soul. Our yes. soul has agreed to participate in this particular cycle, this particular event or action mm -hmm. or whatever. 
that's it's already been agreed the timing who knows who knows what controls the timing but it isn't our mind it's not something that we can predict or like it's something that's kind of prearranged on some level right or mm-hmm. at least arranged outside of our conscious awareness so we're kind of like notified of it oh by the way you're not going to do this yeah right? now you're oh, okay. going in this direction yeah yeah exactly did <laughs> you you didn't realize this but you signed up for this thing and now it's happening the day has come exactly yeah, yeah. so there's um there's something very restful about this for me there's something very restful and i uh, yeah the the uh the point i'd really like to make about this is is one that i really love and it's about the right thing in you know inverted commas and my feeling and in many ways my experience is that there is no right thing or there is but we we will never know mm. let me explain this more clearly the thing that we do is the right thing that's it the thing we might feel like oh i wish i hadn't done that but then if we look back we say oh i'm really glad i did that because now i see what effect it had mm-hmm. it's something that maybe feels like a mistake or oh my god i'm so embarrassed i can't believe i did that or oh why did i not whatever it right. was the right thing we, we didn't know why at the time but it was and that's really the the energy of this for me is this thing of you can't make a mistake here you can't be in the wrong place you can't you it, it can't be the wrong time if you say no that's the right thing if you say yes that's the right thing like that is the thing this wave that you're participating in whatever it is that you're doing even if it feels all wrong to you is exactly correct mhm and this also reminds me of it's interesting as i look at the cards um hearing what i said a few moments ago this points to time everything in its own time he's got his mm. hands on the wand mm. the staff that he has and his chin is almost like resting on them and he's just mm. kind of contemplating and waiting everything yeah. in its own time he's already got one pentacle harvested yeah and he's and he's gazing at the rest mm. but everything in its own time reverse yeah. that what does that say to you in a reverse position what mm-hmm. i just said mm. how would you interpret that i would interpret it in exactly the same way i would because these things are just not in our conscious control that that's that's how um that's how i see it and that's also how because these things are just so much bigger than us or they're so much bigger than our perception of ourselves and so i guess it's like imagining that we could stop the tide we can't you can right. convince yourself that you could stop the tide but you, you will never be able to do it because the sea is so much bigger than any human being it's impossible and so in terms of this reversal and the timing my feeling is that the the card is talking about our human experience of things like the picture of the farmer but the forces that we are co-creating with are so much bigger than 
our perception of ourselves that none of our actions can really affect them we we can't our soul can mm-hmm. or our spirit but our human self is too small to to really make any changes to the timings that are being agreed on the soul level or the big level mm-hmm. i have something about, to add mm-hmm. Yeah. The clothing this gentleman is wearing is uh, predominantly orange, mm-hmm. and the rest of it is blue. Yeah. Now, the orange, for me, that correlates to the second chakra, the sacral chakra, and the blue mm-hmm. correlates to the throat. The okay. second chakra is the chakra of creativity, which is what we're talking about here, manifestation and creativity, right? Mm-hmm. The blue is expression, expression of self. Interesting. Expression of your soul desires and uh, the the passion that we have for bringing things through as creative beings Mm. okay the bush is green that for me says the heart center the generator of our experiences this says to me not that there's something to do except be open Mm -hmm. but it says to me be prepared it's about preparedness Mm -hmm. and that means openness and willingness Yeah. yeah Yeah, I think it's no accident that we had surrender and willingness and uh, simplicity, mm-hmm. all of those things before we got to this manifestation stage, to this action stage. Mm-hmm. As human beings, we want to dive straight in. Like, come on, like, what's this about? What am I going to do? What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? But that part of us that wants to, like, I don't know, take the credit for things or just like uh, get out of the anxiety of uncertainty by doing something that's, you know, that's not really the part of us that serves necessarily. Then all we need to do is really decide and be in that space that we decide to be. If we look at his posture, his Mm. his feet are open. That 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 expresses an openness. Mm. But his arms are closed and it's covering his heart center. Mm, so his so his posture isn't completely open okay. around the heart center it's it's more guarded okay around the feet it's more open mm. so there's an open openness to move forward but a guarded as to what's going to happen or what am i going to get or is this mm-hmm, going to be worth mm-hmm, the effort mm-hmm. or is it worth relinquishing the fear i'm feeling now moving forward mm. That makes sense. Yeah, that's interesting. Yes, it does. It does. And th- these are exactly the things that we've spoken about in the previous, mm-hmm. um, the previous readings. This question of this feels so vulnerable. What did I sign up to? Am I am I willing to do this? And who's in control here? And all of those questions. Yeah, yeah. they they do. They do need to. They need to have their time for us to really be willing to show up mm-hmm. and be available. Yeah, those things have to be gone through. And it will trigger the fear of the unknown. Mm. Or the excitement of the unknown. Both. This is true. This is true. And it's it's just interesting that that's that's what life is. It's about uncharted waters and unexplored mm. paths mm. and not knowing, but being willing to, to keep moving forward see what's there yeah Yeah, and keeping things in perspective because we'll be given the next bit so it's not 
like I, I love this idea of the wave because when we pause in between each wave, we can check in with, with what we need. So it's not like, right, you've signed up to this wave now, so kiss goodbye to like everything else in your life for the next 10 years, you're in prison now because you've agreed to do this. You know that like, I think our minds can put that on things. We feel an impulse to do something and we think, but yeah, but am I willing to do it for 10 years? Like, no, you don't need to be willing to do it for 10 years. You need to be willing to do it right now. Tomorrow is a different story. In an hour's time is a different story. I'm asking you to do it right now. Are you willing to do it right now? You don't have to worry about whether you'll be doing it in 10 years time. Like, you know, this, this idea that they, they just, like they give us something that's fundamentally very simple. They give us this impulse. Please, will you do this? Please, will you go to this place? Please, will you apply for this job? Please, will you, whatever it happens to be. And then as you say, there's this guardedness or this fear. And so the mind dives it and says, oh, but if I agree to this, then this might happen and this might happen. And it starts to spin these, these scenarios that are based completely in fantasy. And so we can then kind of end up saying no, because we, we've been asked to do something very simple, but we've made it into something very kind of unwieldy that we now don't want to participate with. Right. I have to say something. I thought it earlier. It, I felt a nudge, but I, I thought, no, I, I don't want to feel like I'm changing the subject or, or anything like that. But now it's I'm being pushed. It's Mother Mary. <laughs> and she's pushing me and she's saying, say it, beloved. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Come through, Mother Mary. Here we go. All right. So what what is being pulled together here, what she's showing me, is what she talked about yesterday in her live stream. Hmm. Every Monday, uh, schedule permitting, Danielle and Mother Mary do a live stream where she teaches. And what she taught yesterday, she was, what she taught yesterday was that she gave us a specific breathing technique to help us when our minds uh, seem to be out of our control and to help you be present in the moment and to kind of quell the fears because we you know we get triggered with the fear so she gave this breathing technique and it's interesting because it went with everything you just said the technique was to inhale to a count of four it was to pause hold the breath for a count of two and then exhale for a count of five to seven mm. and I hear you talking about this wave and you see the wave coming to the shore and receding back. And you see the momentum and the movement of the ocean. Now look at the inhalation. Mm -hmm. as, the, as, the, as, the, as the wave pulls back and becomes absorbed into itself once more. That's the inhalation. There's the pause. And then the exhalation is the formation of the next wave. And that's what was going through my mind. So she wanted me to bring the two together. So I would encourage mm -hmm. everybody, go to YouTube mother mary channel and check out the latest live stream get this technique mm. it's fabulous and i think we're just having an extended conversation that builds upon that that's interesting, interesting. i saw that live stream and it was beautiful i've been using the breathing technique it's really yeah i can highly recommend it mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and just the Monday live streams in general are so beautiful and oh my God. they're so accessible as well. You can go onto the YouTube channel anytime and watch any of them. And it's a really beautiful resource when you just have that little moment where you feel like, oh, I could just do with something, just just something. It's almost there are so many. You can just pick the one that feels right to you and it will have just what you need. Yes. And even on days where you kind of feel closed off, like, no, I don't. I don't want to pursue knowledge of any type. I don't want to read anything or, or watch a video. I just want to sit here like this. You know what? Get up and do it anyway. Go to these live streams just to hear what she has to say. Mm. I don't know about you, Amy, but every single time it sounds like she's talking directly to me. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like she just pulls the thoughts out of your head, the feelings, what, what you're going through or, or just where you are. She meets mm. you where you are, and it's like mm. she explains it. And then holds your hand and, and guides you through it. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, I, yeah. I try not to miss them ever. Mm. I just, this is my world. I talk to her on the show. I want to see her yeah. in the live streams. I'm going yeah. to her retreat, mm. uh, that kind of thing. So, yeah, I, I yeah. just want to learn as much as I possibly can. All right. Once you get a taste, you're, <laughs> you're hooked. You, you are. And, and my in God, the best what a possible way. What an opportunity. You know, mm. sometimes sometimes when I lay down to go to sleep and think about it, I'm like, for crying out loud, look at how this one idea to start a radio show has blossomed into mm. a fabulous teaching tool and, and yeah. a, a compass for the direction that you need, for mm. the information that you need. It's great. Mm. It makes me yeah. smile. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Are we complete with the seven of pentacles reversed? I think we are. All right, let's move on. So our old friend, the devil, is our next card. And this, oh, the devil reversed, of course, in this case. So um, this card is in the position of the active phase of the wave and the active phase of whatever it is we're doing in our co-creation. And as always, they're encouraging us to let go. <laughs> it feels like if there was one message, it would just be, hey, listen, chill out. Everything is fine. Just relax. Like, you're okay. It seems like that's what they say in a thousand different ways. Mm -hmm. So here they are saying it again. And the devil is a particular type of bondage that we put ourselves in. And... Or that we keep ourselves in. Maybe we don't necessarily put ourselves in it. We certainly don't put ourselves in it consciously, but but we can keep ourselves in it. And it's it's the kind of, well, oh, I should be doing it like this and it should be happening like that. And if I was better, it would be happening this way. And look at her over there. Look, she's doing it like that. Why can't I do it that way? You know, it's all this like, um, not just judgment, but uh, like, punishment punishment mm -hmm. why are you not good enough why are you doing it this way why are you not doing it that way why mm -hmm. can't you be better and that nobody benefits from that there's nobody at all in the world who is enriched in any way by that people around us don't benefit from it we don't benefit from it the divine doesn't benefit from it like it's a it's a mechanism that we're very susceptible to as humans to I guess, internalize the, the painful things that happen to us and 
conclude with our very primitive early childhood brains that it's our fault. The reason this is painful is because I'm a bad person and I'll never be good enough. And oh, look, those people are better than me. And that's why they have those things that I want and I don't have. And, you know, that whole thing that we do to ourselves, sometimes it's, it's very normal and it's very natural, but all it really does is put a ball and chain on our foot or obstacles in our way. And it just makes life difficult. It makes life hard. So with this card being reversed, so this, of course, what I've been describing is the upright card. And so the reversal is the invitation to just let that go, to just let it go and to trust that whatever it is you're doing, you're doing it right. To trust that your soul, your guides, the angels, uh, Mother Mary, Yeshua, who, whoever it is that you commune with and that's kind of on your team, they wouldn't let you do it wrong. They just wouldn't. So even, I don't know, even if you're kind of not really sure what you're doing or you don't know if you're doing it right, of course you don't because you haven't seen the outcome yet. Like to just trust and, and let yourself be who you are. And rather than kind of say, oh, well, I'm doing it this way, but she's doing it that way. So she must be better to say, well, I do it this way. She does it that way. And we're just different and we contribute in different ways. The fact that other people do things differently doesn't mean that I'm doing it wrong. Other people are looking at me saying, oh, well, look how she's doing it. She's doing it right. And I must be doing it wrong. Like this voice that we have in our heads, we all have it. Every single one of us has this judgment that we do to ourselves because it's a normal human response to the difficulties of life it's a very normal thing for our brains or our minds to do but it just makes the journey unpleasant it makes the participation in whatever we're doing unpleasant because we have this little companion who's being mean to us it's just that that's all it is it's just like meanness for no real reason there there is a reason deep deep down but there's no function to it. It doesn't help us. It doesn't improve our well-being or our joy or any of those things. It won't necessarily detract from our service, but it, it will make the experience an unpleasant one when it doesn't need to be. Right. Right. And I'll just summarize what you just said um, in um, the way I generally express things on the show. What this card typically represents for me is the shadow aspects of the ego. It deals with the enslavement to the idea of how we how we view this world and how, how, how we can see other people. The use of comparison, judgment, self-criticism. Also, we need to consider our hopes, our fears, our attachments. And we get caught up in the fear of how will this go forward how will this manifest will it will it mean my own devastation will it mean the end of me or something i believe any of those little deaths where our our path can take us on a revelation uh our path can take us to a point where we need to surrender for real like really let go of something um and go willingly in the direction that our soul is directing us and so that for me is 
that encapsulates like everything mm -hmm. you were just saying. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we worry about the outcome. You're not there yet. And mm -hmm. in my experience, outcomes never really look the way we envision it. And that's yeah. part of the fear that, that talking about a shadow aspect of the ego, because the ego is not all bad. But one of the shadow aspects is it always gives you the worst case scenario. Mm. And it's up to you to be conscious and present. And and breathe in mm. the potential of the present that you are yeah. creating the outcome right now. So worrying about it doesn't serve. Yeah, and... You know, I sometimes think about people who have changed the world in a really overt way. And I think when that person was doing that thing, they had no idea they were going to change the world. Mm -mm. They just thought, you know what, I'm just going to do this today because why not? Or they thought, that's it. It's the last time I'm going to tolerate this. Like, I'm going to sit where I want on this bus or whatever it happens to be. And they don't know what's going to happen. They don't know. No, they certainly don't know they're going to change the whole world. They don't know the impact. Greta Thunberg, she just did her own thing. She didn't set out to start a global movement. She, she felt this climate thing is not being taken seriously and I am going to do something about it. I'm not going to school on Fridays. Like that was her thing. And, and look, it's, look at what it's done to the world. But when she was choosing whether to do that or not, she didn't have access to that information. She didn't know what impact it would have. So she had to think about, well, well, I don't know what she had to think about, but just in reference to this card, you know, the types of things we think about are, well, what will people think of me if I do this? Mm -hmm. What if, what if I lose this? Or what if I get this? Or what if, what if, what if, what if? And again, those are normal things to consider and that's fine. There isn't really anything uh, unhealthy particularly, or, um, you know, that, that this is an ordinary part of being a human being, but what they're saying here is, it isn't, it isn't necessary. You just don't need to do that to yourself. Like trust, if you feel the divine, your soul leading you to do a particular thing, then just trust that everything is taken care of. And you don't need to worry about who's thinking what about you or mm -hmm. are you going to be good enough? Or, you know, you just, you just don't need to think about any of that stuff. I think we're so over feeling that way. And I think many of us are ready to embrace what you're saying. And I think it's about following the impulses of your heart. Yeah. That's what a lot of people are doing right now. And if yeah. your heart says stand up, yeah, stand up and fight back, that is actionable. And no, you're not going to know the impact or the outcome. Mm. And, and it may not look or feel the way you would prefer it to be but the but the lasting impact that it has on the collective mm. certainly yeah. outweighs the embarrassment or displeasure discontentment we might have with the way something unfolds well you know what like i i think the mess i mean yeah things things can kind of feel bad but i i don't know i feel like in most cases when we trust and when we follow that impulse the outcome is really beautiful we imagine all these worst case scenarios but actually what really happens is way better than we expected it surprises us it turns out different than we expected but much better always and yeah when we kind of 
get there, then we think, oh, why did I spend so much time like being scared of all these possible things that could have happened and didn't? We think, oh, I didn't really need to do that. I didn't really need to do all of that to myself because everything is fine. But in the cycle of life, that was yet another opportunity. Do I listen to the devil on my shoulder or the angel on my shoulder? Mm, the devil's yeah. going to say, oh, worst case scenario, it's yeah. all going to fall apart. Everybody's going to laugh at you. Yeah, um, yeah. You're going to you're going to look stupid in front of the world and everybody's going to mm. know how how inadequate you are and, yeah. and that you're a fraud and you're not as good as you yeah. say. And who right? do you think you are? Who do you think you are to stand up and do this? What's so yes. special about you? These exactly. are the things, these are the voices that we can have in our heads sometimes. And mm -hmm. like, we can say, thank you for your input. I'm yeah. not going to listen to you. I'm not going to listen to you. You're not in charge here. You're here. I acknowledge you. You're not mm -hmm. in charge. All right. And then you just move forward. You but don't feel whisper, the fear into it anyway. They will like, whisper to you and say, you, there's a big chance you could be rejected. Yeah. And, it's and scary. you'll say, okay, yeah, cool. Thanks. That, that is true. That is true. I could be rejected. Yes. Right. Right. On I go. Right. So it's like, who's in the driver's seat? Yes, you've got yes. this maybe a little nagging voice in the passenger seat or the back seat, but who's driving? Yes, Who's driving exactly. the car? Who's driving the bus? And the <laughs> angel on your shoulder could be saying, beloved, ignore what you see in the house of mirrors. It's a distorted version of what you think the future is, but it never really is what you're afraid of it. And I'll, I'll pull back some situations. Yeah, are just as you would expect them to be. They might be painful in the case of losing a loved one. But mm, yeah. but basically, you know, you're in a, a, a fun house with the, with all the mirrors and you have a distorted image of yourself and the angel is saying no. Surrender, trust, mm -hmm. believe, have faith, yeah. move yeah. forward. And return to the simplicity. Return to the simplicity. There you go. Yes, we started with the simplicity. We had to get to the simplicity before we could really act. Right. And then we start and all the fears come in. I mean, they might not, but in many cases they will. The doubts, the questions. Oh, did I, did I even hear it right? Like, oh, is this just a big, am I being made a fool of? Am I going to fall over? Is this really Back. what I want? All of those questions. All exactly. Of exactly. Mm -hmm. And underneath there somewhere. The simplicity is still there. And if we can get back to that simplicity, all the voices fall away. Mm -hmm. All the doubt falls away. And crucially, the need to know falls away. The need yes. to know falls away. Absolutely. Our bodies relax. Oh, we start breathing again. Central like, nervous oh, system calms down. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And now the mind is saying, oh, who was I making such a big deal about? Everything is fine like oh this is really good fun what like what was mm -hmm. the issue like we, we just changed state we changed state physiologically Absolutely. mentally yeah yeah and just like the wave when it gets pulled back into the ocean back into its source right mm. to regenerate and recharge yeah and move forward once again yeah. as a new wave yeah that's what but we're just... doing internally as you started to, to, to say that, I had this image of the wave in the moment where it is separate. And I thought, you know what? Like that wave was part of the whole ocean just a few seconds ago. And now it's standing up on its own. No wonder it's feeling a bit vulnerable. It's feeling a bit exposed. It's doing something new. 
And with this co-creation that we're talking about, we're doing something new and that is a little bit scary. It is a bit scary. And so it's really important that we don't allow ourselves to um, kind of fall back on the old ways of dealing with anxiety, catastrophizing and spinning out with all of these comparisons and all of those things that we allow ourselves to be held and we allow ourselves. So this is something that I think mother was really emphasizing in her talk yesterday on the live that it's this new, she, she likened it to learning a new language. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really apt for this, that the old language is, I'm not good enough. What will people think of me? Why did I even bother trying? Why did I think I could do this? All of that stuff. And the new language is, you know what? Everything's okay. And that's it. I'm safe. In this moment, everything is fine. That's beautiful. I just want to add that in listening to you and visualizing the wave and the way you said, yes, it's exposed. Mm. It's vulnerable. Yeah. But something, a feeling came over me that made me feel calm, which is that similar to what I just said a few minutes ago, but not quite this way. And I didn't get it in this way. The wave is merely an extension of its source, yeah. like us. Yeah. And yes, you are exposed and vulnerable. You're exposed to the sunlight. You don't have that dark womb mm. in which to curl up and feel protected. Yeah. So part of the ocean extends itself upward mm. for exposure, but it always remains connected. No matter what phase it's in, it's always connected to its source so yeah. the wave extends it crashes down but then the ocean pulls it back mm. into itself so okay yeah. yeah well earlier we were talking about moon energy and the shoreline yeah and, and here now she we is. have the moon we do and it's upright it is upright yeah now this has come up before in one of the readings Ah, now the way that the moon has been showing up in readings for me in the last few months has been to do with the, the nervous system and how it's affected by the environment. So, for example, if we're reading the news quite a lot and we're very in contact with the the trauma and the war and the violence and, and all the painful things that are happening in the world, destruction of the climate, these things that that can really destabilize our nervous system and, and make us feel very kind of just ungrounded, unsettled, anxious, and so on. But I don't know, there's there's something a bit different here. There's something. Hmm. There's something quite nourishing about the energy that I feel in this car. Something very gentle, which is very different from, from the interpretation that I've just mentioned, which is what has been showing up for the card of late. It feels, it, it feels restful. I guess the moon, we think of the new moon, or the, the full moon as being a little bit disturbing, I suppose. There's all this werewolves and... 
the the police are much busier around the full moon and all this kind of thing there's this sort of um kind of activating or unsettling effect but this feels to me much more like a smoothing effect somehow and this the the position of this card is the kind of the hunting over it's when the wave merges into the land it loses itself again it returns it returns to formlessness and there's i guess thinking about the moon as a very so in the, in the tarot it, it it represents a very very deep part of the psyche very very deep yeah. beyond what we can really access with our minds it's something that we can feel we can sense it but we can't see it we can't really conceptualize it it's it's too primal too deep yeah it's the um when shamans have their initiation and they i mean i don't know a lot about this but what i've i've read is that a shaman in a traditional culture needs to go through this initiation process where they confront these terrifying things and they withstand them and so then when they come out the, the other end of that experience they're transformed they've encountered the, the most frightening things that there are to encounter mm -hmm. and survived and they have this new level of strength and assurance and peace because when you've encountered the most frightening thing and you've survived and you're unharmed then there's really nothing for you to be frightened of anymore and so that's the kind of energy that the cards uh, kind of traditionally describes is that very very deep primal energy and in this in this position it i don't know it feels just like something that is it's powerful and it has its own rhythm that we can't affect like we don't choose how things happen we don't choose when the tides come in and go out there, there's just this i think it's you know i think it's kind of like the opposite of this um seven of pentacles energy so i'm looking at the, the two of them they're on opposite sides of this cycle and in the first one we didn't really get much of a say in when this thing started when this cycle started or at least we feel like we don't it just happens we're in the right place at the right time one day and it just happens or whatever way it arises and we are we, we step into this current or we're placed into this current and then at the other side we also don't decide when it's over that mm. also is to do with the the deeper timing this current that we stepped into is now essentially gently and lovingly kicking us out thank you we're done here you didn't decide the end point but it, it was already pre-decided and now it's here so you you don't need to take this any further now you can hand it back over to the cycle right and, and allow that momentum to continue. So essentially what we're saying here is we're, we're talking about completion of a cycle. Yeah. You know, it keeps going, but it speaks to the position that the, the card is in, which is the third position, the handover, and the completion phase. 
So it all fits and ties in to, okay, this part is complete, but mm -hmm. move on and step into a new cycle, mm -hmm. step into a new wave, step Isn't into very... the, the oncoming energy. Yeah, or just step out of this, just step out of this. There's a very, there's a real, I don't know, kind of like a grandmother type energy to this card that I'm feeling like very, okay. very strong, or like a big oak tree really solid really strong like i've got this i've got you i've got this i'm holding you i'm holding this there's something of, i don't it's i'm finding it very difficult to articulate the energy that i'm feeling in this card which i guess is, is maybe because it, it does talk about this energy which is very very deep and very unconscious but it feels very loving very very loving yeah well, it is the moon. Tap into, tap into moon energy. Yeah. And see what you get. Mm. You've got phases, cycles, completion, love. It's big. That's the feeling Nurturing. I have. Like this, just like in the, the card on the opposite side, this thing that you're participating in. You know, we talked last time about the current. There's like the... I think maybe we use it in a, in a different way, but we have the, the kind of the little waves on the surface of the ocean, but underneath there's the big, big current. It's so big that we can't really feel it moving us because the scale is so massive. And it kind of, the moon here, it feels like the other side of that. We stepped into the big current or the big current came for us and it took us. Mm. And then it took us through this experience that we've just been having, whatever the action is, whatever the outward manifestation of it has been. And now it's, it's, it's brought us to the other side of that. And now it's kind of, um, I, I don't want to say spitting us out because that sounds kind of abrupt, but it's sort of carrying us out the other side now. Yeah. So you've had this. So there's like two sides to it one is you've had this experience and the other is you've given this service you don't know what the service is necessarily but so it's been service to your soul and it's been service to the world like part of it has been for you to experience it part of it has been for you to offer it to the world and that's finished now so thank you very much and like here's a warm hug it's been beautiful to connect with you and now i'm letting you go yeah, I don't know if that makes sense. Sometimes the, the, the things that I say, I'm listening to them thinking, this doesn't make any sense at all. And then well, I listen back and I think, actually, it does. But I just I, trust. I just trust I, that it... No, I trust what, what you're bringing through. It just it makes me feel kind of sad. Like, now I'm letting you go. But, like we were saying, mm. we can't be disconnected from our source. No. So, um, could it be that I'm releasing you from this energy space... Yeah. And you're yeah. stepping into the next, yeah. the, the elevated phase where you, where you recognize your, your newfound strength, your, the character that it built, the faith that it fostered, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but I'll always be here because I feel kind of sad like I'm being you You feel, you feel disconnected. Yeah, yeah. So I guess this is where the wave... I mean, when the wave breaks on the shore, then it just goes, it goes back to the ocean, doesn't it? It goes back uh -huh. to its mother. Just uh -huh. for a moment, it had this little game where it pretended to be separate. And now the big mother has taken it back into her body. Uh -huh. And then it will be reborn again. Uh 
but for now like it's it's sunk back sunk into the earth it's sunk back into the sea it's lost its form it's like you know school is over you can have a nap yes so it, it lost whatever form it recognized itself as now it's yeah been exactly exactly reabsorbed exactly. into the whole yeah yeah okay. and in terms of momentum i guess the message here is we if we become attached to the role that we're performing then when that role comes to an end there's yep. there's there's a, a recognition that it's that we're no longer that person anymore or we can't identify ourselves as that person anymore because something has changed yes it's like and, i what i said earlier about the little deaths yeah exactly i have to, exactly. I have, i've changed i've evolved yeah, now everything around right. me has to reflect that yeah so yeah, it's an ending, and, and like with the moon, yeah. endings and new beginnings, cycles. Exactly, exactly. We're back to that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And as humans, like, you know, we find change exciting, but we also, you know, we get comfy. Like, oh, I like this. This feels nice. It's familiar. It doesn't challenge my nervous system. Like, it just, mm, I'm going to stay here forever. And then, whoop. Right. Sorry. It's, no, it's not that. how life works, you know, sweetheart. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So there's like... I guess there's a recognition with this moon, like this very strong loving energy. But I also, I, 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 I really feel what you're saying about that sadness of like almost a sense of rejection. Like, hey, I thought, I thought this gave me a role. It gave me a purpose. It gave me meaning. It gave me value. And now you're taking it away from me. Who am I? I thought there was permanence here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought there was You've permanence. tricked me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that. So now this is a very traditional meaning of the moon is things which are not quite as they seem or things that maybe are a little bit tricky or they seem a bit tricky hmm. uh, you thought it was this but is it really this things are not quite as they seem to be so i guess there can be an element of that when something in our lives changes we can feel betrayed we can feel tricked you asked me to do this and now you've taken it away from me I was really enjoying it. I really loved it. Like there is, we're, we're, we have to go in a way, all the way back to surrender, all the way back to the beginning of, of this journey that, that we have been and kind of. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and what you're saying is we've come full circle, even in this reading, because the fourth card, that position is the rest phase yeah. slash, as you described it, because I'm liking this layout. The rest phase slash returning to ourselves and openness. Yeah, yeah. So we're back now. We've completed this cycle. Mm. And we've been absorbed into our source. Mm. The potential has increased. The energy has shifted and the momentum has started to build again. Mm. Mm. But with the willingness to surrender we can find the comfort that we had in the last phase mm. in the new phase if we allow it. Well, yeah, yeah, we can always find it. It's always there, just like simplicity it doesn't, it, you know, you can pile anything on top of simplicity. It doesn't change the fact that the simplicity is there and we can 
pile any amount of unhappiness or criticism or disillusionment on top of our connection to the love of the universe or the love of God or however we want to conceptualize it. But it's always there. We can pretend it isn't or we can, you know, look the other way. But it, yeah, it's always there. And interestingly, the card that represents the return phase, the eight of wands, is a very simple, very light card. So while this moon energy is quite mm, dense is the wrong word, but kind of weighty, I guess. It's, it's a very and mysterious. Old, yeah, 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 mm -hmm. very strong. The energy of the Eight of Wands is very light. It's when we're just, oh, kicking back. Everything's fine. Things are just working out for us. Like we're, we're not having to expend any effort at all. Things feel easy. I think I have the words. The moon, in its, you know, in its simplest form, the, the moon is simply hanging in the sky. Okay. But there's part of us that knows that there's a lot more going on. We just can't see it. Mm, like you yeah. said, yeah. emergency rooms fill up on the new, on the full moon. Police are very active on the full moon. Mm. Other things are associated with it. We're not aware of its influence. We just know it's there. And yeah, that can make us feel vulnerable. Mm, mm. But with the Eight of Wands, it is straight, forward, and simple. Yeah. And yeah. it's on the surface, and you can take it at face value, so to speak. Yeah. And it, the experience of it is very simple. It's like it's easy, it's light, there's joy, there's ease. I mean, this is simplicity defined in a picture, really. So we, we've been through this, um, the cycle of these top three cards, the kind of arc, particularly the two majors, the devil and the moon, they have quite just strong, big energy, transformational energy or energy that kind of stirs us at a very, very deep level. The, the devil can put us in this kind of um, little bit of a chaotic mind space and the moon it just it touches us very deeply and it, it's not a light energy it's not kind of it's not a bad energy but it is a, a kind of a quite a deep a deep thing whereas the eight of wands i guess it, it really is the rest phase we've been through this process we've confronted things which have been maybe painful the, the the mind voices that we talked about with the devil and then we come to the moon and we have to go through the process of letting go which is you know there could be grief there can be there's just there's an adjustment to be made but when we complete that and we let go because that's really what needs to happen here mm -hmm. we let go of whatever the cycle was about and then as you've said we're just free for a little while we're just there nothing new has started yet we're just resting for a while and then when the current decides it's going to come for us again it will come for us this seven of pentacles it will come for us when it wants us but until then we just rest we take it easy and we just allow life to be really simple for us there it is there it is there it is indeed wow this is great it's a lot um I expected it to be much more kind of superficial, like not in a negative way, but more like lightness. I, I thought that momentum would be a very simple thing. 
just oh i've i've opened myself i've heard the call now i'm just acting i'm getting things done everything is kind of um i'm just i'm busy i'm active i'm not really having to kind of you know like reflect too much or feel too much but actually the way that momentum has been presented in this reading is much deeper and it really more challenging than i would have expected i thought the momentum would have been the easy bit but actually here it's talking about the the kind of mind patterns that will be stimulated and then the almost the grief or the the the, the coming to terms when the change comes at the end of the cycle it's it's really it surprised me hmm. and for me the devil always represented the material world hmm. you know um, yeah think think earth and flesh and then the moon is more maternal and nurturing and mm. of spirit and mm. the higher self and the higher mind and deeper wisdom it's yeah it's less solid the moon there's that kind of right this changeability to it isn't there yes there's yes. a side to it that we never see we only see one side of the moon you know there's this mm -hmm. whole other kind of stuff going on and... yeah mm. who knows what's going on on the other side yeah okay well, this is brilliant. I love it. Thank you, Amy, so much for your uh, brilliant interpretation once again. Oh, thank you, Charlotte. I want to remind the listeners, you can contact Amy to book a reading at hello at blazinghearttarot.com uh, to interact and receive consistent support. Join her Facebook page, Blazing Heart Tarot, and sign up for her newsletter so you can receive her new moon reading uh, that she distributes every month at the new moon. I would be honored to help you in a private healing session. Visit spiritualinsightsradio.com to connect with me, join the community, and review the archives of the divine transmissions that we offer in our Guidance from Spirit channeled messages from Beyond the Veil series. Thank you, Amy. I'll see you very soon. Mm, looking forward to it, Charlotte. Thank you so much. And You're welcome, my love my to dear. everybody. All right, everyone. That's our show for today. Until next time, God bless and be at peace.